Updating. Hey, what's going on? It's episode 107 of the Hey Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Hey, Ben. Uh, so I, it's probably been two weeks now since I, I went to Indianapolis. Obviously, we haven't podcasted in a couple weeks. Uh, uh, but you know, because I texted you from Indianapolis, that I did. Uh, I, I fulfilled both of the uh, promises that I made you. One, which was to go to uh, Nikki Blaine's. Yeah. And the second, which was to Uber. Yeah, you did both. I By myself. Both. Did you really? Yeah. Which which was let me start by saying uh I stayed on the the east side of Indianapolis, uh outside of the city, so not in the city proper. Uh it's really shitty. It's really shitty. The hotel I stayed east, at was nice. East, like East Indianapolis. The east side of the city. Okay. So Indianapolis. Both. East, I think East Side. Right. Uh, y'all ain't got love for they, the East Side? The hotel I it had like a like a huge barrier wall around the outside. It was a really nice hotel, but they said like, hey, uh after hours, stay within our compound. It was like a almost barrier being, wall. It was almost being like at uh uh like in Cancun or like, you know, a, a resort in Mexico where they're like, Yeah, stay right around the property. You know? and the wife and I went to Bahamas years ago and it was like Look at this lovely resort. It's like white sand, beautiful water. We're getting drinks. They're like, hey, you see that corrugated steel uh, fence? Don't even poke your head past it because, like, you'll probably, like, a spear will chuck through your Right. Or and it'll just ruin your day because you'll be sad and you'll see all kinds of stuff. You know, just, just look over this direction. Uh, so, a couple of interesting things. Um, and I talked about going the last time I was out there and at, a, at the, uh, you know, doing the nightlife by myself at the hotel bar. This time was a little bit differently because I'm the, so bad at nightlife by myself. I, I I don't flourish in it either. I'm but super good at nightlife with a bunch of people. I'm really bad at it by myself. I decided that uh, I was going to eat the majority of my meal because this hotel I stayed in, I believe it was a Marriott. They had uh, um, a hotel bar that was like an all-inclusive restaurant bar. It was a really nice, you know, like a, it had a wine, uh, big old big wine thing in the back. Nice. Where you could, so it was. It was uh, apparently it's set up for like conventions. That's so a, now, did my question is, did somebody hear the pack, the podcast about the last what you did in the hotel last time you stayed? <laughs> so they were like, let's put him on the other side of the city. Like, did you get asked? No, you are invited not to come back no. to this hotel. I and, and you know what? Uh, I did this hotel. Like I said, it, everything outside the hotel I could care. It wasn't that great, but the actual hotel itself wasn't bad. I just have to say that, uh, so this hotel, 
um, their main business, just talking to the bartender, was uh, conventioneers. So they they have um, seminars that go on there. They have a bunch of different like seminar rooms. Yeah. And then they also like when there's like Gen Con or like you know because it's just outside of the city, it's a little bit cheaper to stay there, I guess. But a lot of conventioneers stay at that hotel and then travel to conventions inside the city. That's like their main their main business, their bread and butter. So with that, you see a lot. At least I saw a lot of. You know, people that are married or, you know, are working for a company who are there for the week, sort of like, hey, I don't have my family here. I'm cutting loose. I'm at the hotel bar. And, you know, people that are traveling through that probably this is just sort of that like, hey, uh, I'm coming through. You're coming through. Chance meeting. We'll never meet again. Let's you make mean, something happen. Sort of you situation. You mean like like in opposition to where like you know exactly ho- some, what I'm saying. Some hotels like have like you see full on families walk through. Right. You weren't seeing a lot of that. No. This was all single people that were there for classes, work. seminars, work related stuff, and some of them were in groups. Like, hey, this is my company, and the whole company was there for a training. So there's like you know maybe ten or twelve people from a certain company because they all had name tags and like their company you know whatever they were there for you normally can't have a team building exercise without somebody having sex to put them to put them in a hotel what better way to build a team yeah you're gonna build a team you're gonna build it by a few people so one of the weirdest things was and i really i usually so i brought my um i brought my phone both my i have two phones a work phone and my personal phone so i brought my personal phone to the bar and I was eating dinner by myself at the bar, and I had my headphones plugged in. I was listening to a, po- a podcast. And Wait a minute. What? You're that weird guy at the bar with his headphones on by himself? Yeah, I was just like fa- looking at Facebook while I was eating. and had my. I didn't have anyone to talk, you know, whatever. You might as well make a cardboard inside that says, don't talk to me. Leave that's, me alone. That's pretty much how I felt. <laughs> so, but the weird thing was. That's always what I want to do, but don't. At some point, the bartender, you know, I was like asking for this or asking for that. So I turned the sound off, but I still had my earphones in. And I, I was picking up on the weirdest conversations. Like, dudes are the most disgusting, foul. Like, they have no shame. Oh, absolutely. Men? As they get older, I mean, you think as teen, you know, with teenage boys, I'm talking about guys that don't know each other. So you got one guy who walks up to the bar and tells the bartender he's looking around. Yeah, what kind of talent we got in here? You know, like in this, really? yeah. I mean, just straight out, like, and the bartender's like cleaning the glass, and he's like, uh, you know, at the regal beagle or whatever. And just pretend to not be disgusting. Yeah, no, no, he's looking around, going, uh, you know, hey, you know, it's better than some nights, you know, blah blah blah. This is, you know, and so they're talking, and the guy says, yeah, whatever, I'm DTF either way. This is a, a, this guy said this. He's about my age, so and. Not an attractive looking person. DCF. Yeah, he's wearing I basketball shorts. Down to fraternize. Or yeah, whatever. Okay. Alright. He's wearing basketball shorts and a t shirt and flip flops. Like he came out of his room and was just like I meandered up to the bar. I started keeping interrupting you, but did he really say DT? Like, on my children. So he had to assume that the other guy knew his He didn't do like the thing where he goes awful I'm down. He didn't go, I'm DTF. He goes, Yeah, you know I'm DTF, whatever. Just sort of like a passing comment. That's what I mean. He as he, he so he sits down, a woman who's gotta be like fifty Three, fifty-four years old, mildly attractive, I guess, sits down between me and him. And then on the other side of him, another woman sits down who's about that same age. 
And this guy, I listened for an hour. This guy making the most. He talks about. He's talking about his tattoos. He he. This guy is throwing all kind of game out there. I mean, he's he's looking at. Uh, he's showing pictures of. A, you know, he's a single dad. He's showing pictures of his kid. Uh, then the one lady says, "Let me show you a picture of my grandkid." I'm thinking, well, he's got to step out of the game at this point. I mean, that's sort of got to be a little off-putting. Like, that's her saying like politely, like I'm out. Maybe or no, no, because then he looked at the picture and then he was talking to her about a tat he's like you know you know you don't look like the kind of lady that would have a tattoo i mean you, you know and she's like well you know i made an indiscretion and then then they giggle about the t- and i'm thinking this guy is this is something he does professionally like you know as, as much as off-putting as i thought he was as bad as he is at it that's what he does well here's the thing it's all about styles make fights it's all about picking your prey and i, <laughs> I don't true. you know what i mean it's, it's it's sort of like right place right time and you'll hear a lot of guys i hate to like spoil it but they'll say this they'll, they'll give you this thing where they go well you know i like to go in and I'll, I'll 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 throw i'll throw lines of 30 chicks and at the end of the night if i end up with one just better off whatever yeah, yeah sure so that's sort of the way this guy was laying like it down because i'm like not, not that these girls were or women weren't attractive but you know one was like 57 and he's like 36 he's like i just don't care i just he, he, I'm i told put, you I'm at the beginning somewhere i told you at the beginning of the conversation is etf no holds barred what, like, what, whatever i don't i'm still not sure what's creepier i guess the guy who says it the guy who says i'm dtf or, or the guy the, who understands without the guy having who it. hears dtf and doesn't bad now like yeah me too i'm dtf <laughs> dtf I, d- uh, know where you're coming from bro. alt you know what i mean like all the time like <laughs> like like that's like if you hear that and go like oh yeah dtf and then you go like bones right like, and you knuckle it out that, that i think the recipient is creepier at well, that point the worst you know then this guy's watching he asks for uh, <laughs> uh you know there's a couple big screen tvs and it was the night of the uh republican convention or the republican oh, uh god i bet it was so juicy you're so, just sitting there with your headphones just soaking oh yeah it in. yeah <laughs> and you know i actually it was funny because I was telling my wife, I said, "You, I go, I'm sitting at the bar. I said, you got to see this guy. He just told this, the bartender he's DTF. And she's like, if you don't, if you don't Snapchat me, it didn't really happen. I'm like, I can't angle my, I was trying to take a picture off the bar back mirror to get a picture of this guy. Cause I was like, you'll not believe this, what a douchebag this guy is. I have a move for secretly photoing people, which is, I don't know. Most people probably do this where you pretend to get a phone call and you pull, say the person is on your right. You're facing forward. This person is on your I guess if we're doing a clock, it's 15 or 90. So this guy's right here. You pull it up like you're going to take a phone call. Thus, the camera's pointing right, right at them, and then you click it. That's my move. Do you hold it down and do the like the 15 pictures in a row, and then go back? I'll and do look like, to a, see what like a like a like um like it's an automatic weapon. Like yeah. like I'll take like four or five of them, take the ringer off, so it doesn't make Smart any noise. Play. Yeah, but you know what? Even though I. I or if I'm doing an upskirt, I'll pretend someone's calling me and I'm talking with my foot. How many times do you think the? <laughs> how many times do you think the ringers or the uh, the the sound is off and your camera clicks? You go to do it. It's like, hello. Hold on, it's fuzzy. I I just think that like this was just a, a very a very micro experiment or you know fly on the wall of what happens at this hotel all. The time. So then I went back to my room and I decided to sleep on top of my comforter. <laughs> and that I that was actually I had put it on the floor because I was like, who knows what goes on in places like this. I was told that this week. I was told when you when you get to a hotel, 
com- take the comforter off right away. They yeah. don't wash it. Because they never wash those. I, didn't, I thought I just assumed that everything was clean. Nah, whatever. It smells you clean. Don't, whatever, dude. Whatever at this point, you know. If you're going to freak out every time, I mean. I told you, I was in Vegas and got bed bugs. And uh, I was bit all over. And you know, I came oh, home and dude. I didn't get bed bugs. I mean, they didn't come with me. It just, this was the most skeevy hotel I oh, ever. Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah, it was a Flamingo Hilton. Don't ever stay there. You really did. Get, I mean, yeah. Did you ever see any or it was just like, hey, I have bites all over. No, me. I woke up and I was literally covered in red dots. Oh, my like God. Like covered. Dude. And uh, Nick, who used to do the podcast with me, was in was in Vegas with me. And he underneath his bed. He was in bed with you. There was a full McDonald's pop, like laying on its side, like like moldy pop in it in a McDonald's bag <laughs> that had been down there for who knows how long. Dude, I'm, I'm like the opposite of a germaphobe, but that grosses me out even. And it, it takes a lot to gross me out. Like, I'll picture it up off the floor. I don't even yeah. care. Yeah, I mean, and then you want, whatever, man. You're going to get in a hotel bed, you're going to get in a hotel bed. Whatever, whatever. Honestly. I'm always so, if it smells clean, that's all I ask. Like, don't even, you don't, it, I'd be nice if you wash it. But if you spritz a little, like, something on it to make it smell nice, I just go like, ah, it's so clean. It smells so nice. So, with that being said, like I said, I listened to this guy's rap. And the the first lady, uh, she eventually gets up and leaves. Actually, it was funny. She there was a weird moment where I could tell this guy is so like smart about this game. Like he he he's trying to see where she's at and how she feels about it. Because she asked the bartender, she goes, "Hey, how do I pay for you know for my meal or my drinks?" And and this guy says, "Oh, you can just put it on your room if you're are you're staying here, right?" Boom, figures out. Question number one: just Where are you staying? Room number. Where then he at. says, "He goes, yeah, it's real easy. Just give her, give him your room number, and they'll bill it right to your room." Like he goes, just like for example, like what's your room number? And the chick's mm. like, she just sort of laughed it off and was like, "No, I'm just gonna pay cash," and paid cash. But I could tell that he was. I don't think he was gonna like attack her. I think he was trying to find out, like, "Hey, I'm throwing it out there. If you tell me, you're, you obviously the more know he knows that I'm the better. right." Yeah, maybe I'll show up after I'm drinking. After I try, and nobody else falls for my shit at, later on in the night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I wouldn't. Hey, remember me? Place. I was at the bar earlier, and like I was DTF. Remember, I was I was down uh, to to F. Remember me? <laughs> we were gonna we were gonna F if we you told if, he, I, if I remember if you were D and and I was D, then we would F. <laughs> <laughs> the, here, the best part was he told her he was talking about ta- he was like yeah you know I'm, I'm I'm a musician you know I've I've I'm really big into playing music and uh you know I have a tattoo and I I oh. again as God is my witness the guy had a tattoo of a ukulele and he was talking about how he plays the ukulele oh, and I'm like that has to have worked for him at some point is he is he saying it because he, he's trying to get a laugh I don't know he had a tattoo he had a tattoo of a ukulele well I mean. I'm slowly separating myself from so, society. Okay. I, I used to think you were the one that separated, but now I've come full circle. With with that being said, um, I uh, the, the experience with other other than that at the hotel was fine, uh, pretty much uneventful. However, um, the this time, you remember how last time I told you I lost the key to my hotel? Yeah, like yeah, several yeah. times. Yeah, and it was, and then the lady gave me a key without asking me my room number, and then I got into an argument with her, saying like, "Hey, you really shouldn't just give. If I tell you a room number, you should verify it." Yeah. Well, this time when you I walked in, creepo. it was a really hot chick who was the um, the concierge or whatever the girl that checks you in. Nice. And she get, she goes, "How many keys will you be needing?" And I'm like, "Well, I guess one." And she goes, "Well, I always suggest three. She's like, "I'll hang on to one." She gave me two keys. I said, well, I might lose one. She gave me two keys. So as I'm walking away, I'm looking like, well, I only got two. Where's that third key? And then I said, 
oh, are you not going to make me the third key? And she goes, no, I, I just ended up making you the two. And I'm thinking, did she make a third key? Because hmm. my wedding ring's broke. So okay. I, don't, I don't wear one. All right. So you know was she like, hey, there's oh, a third one. And like, <laughs> like I'll just put it in my back pocket. And in case you tell me you're, you know, t- you want to F. Yeah. And if you, you're, your D then <laughs> however that goes. She's like, yeah, I gave the third key to our maintenance guy, Bubba Jenkins. So, you know, if he needed to get in there, he's like, case of emergency. Hello? <laughs> I heard somebody in here was DTF. They were saying earlier that you were by yourself at the bar. Are you, uh, is that, are you still in the same situation? <laughs> yeah. Is, are your headphones on? Can I come in? <laughs> Can I come in? Uh, so, the uh, I was there all week, and the one night I was like, you know, last time I met up some other people that were in this seminar, but this time I wasn't so lucky because it was just a, a random group of people, not necessarily even in the same industry. So I wasn't feeling too uh, too friendly. You didn't find a um, what did we call it before? Like a something buddy? It was like work buddy or something? Like training that? buddy? I don't know. I don't we had like a term. It was like you'll find like a training buddy. I something. I went but so class ended it. Five o'clock or a seminar ended at five o'clock. Yeah. I went back to my room and I'm like, man, last night I basically came. I went, I ate dinner, I came back, I, I read a book, I called my family, I FaceTimed, I was like, walked back around the hotel, looked for, looked at the gym, decided I wasn't going to work out. <laughs> walked came, past the gym. Yeah. Okay. So this time I'm like, man, I really want to go to this bar. I, told, you know, the cigar bar. I had told Ben I was going to do it, and I yeah. definitely don't want to come back and not have done it. I wish I could have traveled there just to, just to so go. So then I'm bar. like, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to drive to. The, I don't want to drive to the city either, and I don't have anybody to go with. So I don't want to have to leave here and then park my car at a parking garage. So then I said, here, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to Uber. You have to downloaded was, the that app. Was, that wasn't that was a necessity. And uh, let me. I I did record the. Uh, I don't have it queued up, but I did record the uh, conversation and just some highlights. Uber's really awesome. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sold. I love it. You literally take a picture of your credit card and that's it. You never have. I mean, the way I, I did it. I, I, I downloaded the app. That's what I did. And, and then it, it just you, said, take a picture of your credit card. Oh, I think I just I typed it in or something. So then it just asks you if you want a regular Uber, if you want an Uber XL or a black car, you pick. It comes and picks you up. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. What black car? Yeah, it's 2015. <laughs> I'm sorry, Afro American car. Thank you. So I uh, I got in a Charger, like a 2013 Charger, uh, and That's terrible for gas. Well, why, would, why would you use that for an Uber? I think the guy just started doing it. He and he uh, he was telling me it was like his first month in doing it. And when I I was talking to him, he told me that because I said what's why would somebody want to take an Uber? Tell me why would somebody want to take an Uber rather than a cab? And he's like, well. First of all, it's you know you're going to get better service because the, they want to you everything is based everything is based on this rating system. So the the better service I give you, the better stars you give me, and the better rating I get, and then people would choose me as their Uber driver. Like when the guy gave me five stars before I knew there was right. no, no tip involved, <laughs> so I already had five stars, but then I didn't tip them. The uh, so he also told me that he the Uber drivers get eighty percent of the total value of the car ride. And so it just takes it right off your credit card. You don't have to bring out any money. Uber gets 20. In fact, I didn't even anything, know what right? it cost me until I got to my destination. So you know Uber, what I mean? But Uber gets 20% and they really don't do anything other no. than to say it's Uber. He said if somebody gets drunk and throws up in your car, you get uh, $200 to clean it for detailing anytime that happens. Nice. And I'm like, I clean it myself. Do you have to prove it? 
Yeah, I think they give you two hundred dollars toward the value of your. So if it only know, costs you eighty like, bucks, no, but I mean, like, what you, have to you could make this. a fake company and say, "Hey, yeah, you know, my brother's company cleaned this." No, and, you have to prove this puke. Like, have, like they got to take pictures. I don't know. I, you like, know, you have to collect probably samples. should have asked them that. Uh, so I went to uh, uh, Nikki Blaine's. Which is uh, I wish I had the address. Just available, to bring people up to speed, Nikki Blaine's is a cigar bar in this in downtown Indianapolis. Right. That I went when I right was next there. to Monument Circle, so it's like right in the center of the right city, right by the circle. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and when I went there, uh, I told you it looked like where Tom Cruise went with in Eyes Wide Shut, mm-hmm. like where there was like secret weird rooms with like odd things with people in bird masks and like gimp outfits. Did you feel at all like that? Well, let me just tell you this. Here's where I made the mistake. Uh, I sort of jumped the gun a little early, and I got in my cab and was at Nikki Blaine's uh, on a Wednesday at uh, five five forty five in the evening. That's right. At so, best, was it? Yeah, maybe. Like so. I yeah, it was no, like it had mid to be mid afternoon. You were like, no, it was Yo, like, dude, I am partying. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was probably like five forty five. So I opened the door, and I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't realize because I remember you said it was there was a basement. But I didn't realize that the whole, this is the whole business is in the basement. I thought yeah. you went in there and there was like a normal level, and then you could go into that no. dominatrix like level from the street. You go down, and when I say it's like a weird place, like with with weird sex stuff happening in the back, maybe I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I liked it. I thought it was great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just to get like I, I will promote them and say I loved it. It was it was it had a weird thing to it, but like I was into it. Well, so I I go down. It's like eighteen stairs. It's very deep into this building. And I walk in there, and it's like I'm standing inside of a neon sign. That's what it felt like in there. Like, it, it's it's black. It's pitch black. And there's red running lights all over the whole building. Yeah. That's the only light you have. It's neon yeah. running lights. So I'm walking in there, and like you said, there's a couple of couples sitting at, like, the scattered couches about. and whatever. Just scattered about. Yeah. There's maybe tw- – and, again, I'm, this isn't I'm like, their fault. Brings, it's my fault because it's so lady. early. That's awesome. It's so look, old lady. The chicks were no, smoking I mean, like, big old stogies. I mean, like, who brings like your woman? Like you, you and your woman. Go I'm out. sure they were bringing. They were bringing their girl, not their wives, the girlfriends. Yeah, that's sweet too. I mean, either way. So, it's a huge place. Like the actual like size of the inside of the place is. It's nice and big, and it's very. Uh, it's not smoky at all. Even though people are smoking cigars in there, they have a really clean. At least my experience there. But again, there was only ten people in the place, and that included the employees. Yeah. Uh, because I went so early. I was smoking, so I didn't think about it. You know, I got a. They have a cigar menu like you'd see at a restaurant. You know, very beautiful the cigar menu. Are like, like dressed nice, right? Like it's classy joint. You know? And then they also have a. Yeah, they have a booze menu, like a you know a top shelf booze menu, cigar menu. So yeah. I actually told the guy, I said, "Here's the thing. I, I'm drinking a Maker's Mark, uh, double. Uh, what do you suggest?" And he's like, "Well," and he showed me a couple different cigars. He's like, "Hey, this is what I would suggest. You got a sweet uh, bourbon." Go with this, a more pungent, uh, aromatic cigar. You didn't just go. I'll have what he's having. No, and well, I didn't know because I couldn't. I couldn't see anybody else in the yeah. place. It was too dark. I couldn't tell what anyone else was having. I did that. The guy brought out a cigar that was super expensive, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I guess I'll smoke it." Yeah, mine was like I think <laughs> the first one was like fifteen bucks, maybe oh, well, seventeen bucks. Like, yeah, I think I, I smoked like a twenty something dollar cigar. But it well, was, it was I had two. Enjoyable. So, it was enjoyable. So uh, the. Um, Beyond, okay, so there's nobody else in the bar except up at the actual bar. There's two guy, older guys. What are you doing while you're smoking? Looking at my phone, just sitting there. I'm drink. Well, I'm drinking. I've, you know, okay. I'm trying to make okay. it as drinking. least uncomfortable as possible. So I'm like looking yeah. at my phone. I'm texting my wife, texting you. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I uh, there's a guy sitting next to me, and everyone he like you could tell he he had no one to talk to. He's a little bit older than me, maybe like mid forties, 
and dressed like, like a businessman. And, uh, he's keeps on looking over me, trying to make eye contact Uh-oh. and just sort of like, you know, Uh-oh. nod the head, like, Hey, what's going just to get a, like, Hey, what's Mouthing going on? The word urinal. <laughs> <laughs> if you tap my shoe, third stall, uh, so he starts talking to the bartender and asking him, you know, for another drink or whatever. And he's got this weird accent. I'm like, Wait, are you at the bar? Yeah, I'm at the You're actual bar. You're not in bar. one of the sweet chairs in the no, corner? No, no. See, I took a weird bar. chair in the corner. Just by yourself? Oh, you no, were there with another, I had work, another person. I had a work there. body, yeah. So this guy is two chairs away from me, and he's talking. And I'm like, where is this guy from? He's from Ireland or Scotland. You remember that movie made with, uh, um, uh, uh, what's Vince yeah, the movie made with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. You know the guy, the, who, guy, that he always... the guy who played the Red Dragon? He was like from Scotland or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the kind of, what his voice kind of sounded uh. like. So I'm like, it was kind of weird. So we're I'm there for like an hour. And finally, somehow, someway, we get to talking. And I go, I got to ask you, man, where are you from? And he goes, oh, Rhode Island. Yeah. And I go, Rhode Island? <laughs> and then yeah. I realized I never have heard a Rhode Island accent before. I have no idea what a Rhode accent. Like Rhode that um, um, Seth, uh, what's the family guy's name? The family guy dude. Uh, Seth McFarlane. Yeah, like that? Like it, th- That That is, dude, this is was like the most Baltimore? exaggerated, like, because he's right away said, yeah, you're from Chicago. I can tell. And I said, what goes on in Rhode Island? He goes, Providence. Just like that. And I go, well, what goes on there? He's like, Providence. And I'm like, okay. Uh, That's a non-answer. I know that like the mob used to be big in Rhode Island. Like anything else? Like, do you guys do anything for fun, in Rhode Island? He's like, yeah, you know. Basically, then we just talked about like, so what's the industry? What I was talking to this guy, and I'm like, man, what an asshole I am. I, I had no. I thought this guy was a foreigner for one for one thing. Doesn't but, make you the asshole. It makes his voice weird. Yeah, it makes his voice weird. But uh, did he, he sound like a Family Guy? No, I'm telling you, this Isn't was the that most. Like a, a... Uh, East Coast, it was Northern Coast, so overboard. And this guy might, you know, what I haven't even sound when like? I talk to you, I don't necessarily hear a Chicago affect in your voice. I think I have a bigger one than you do. Yeah, but I don't think it's that noticeable. But when you talk to someone who I've doesn't heard it, have, I've it, heard it recently. People pointed out that I was from Chicago oh, right away. But you, there's people that you hear that you're like, well, that guy's from Chicago. You know, where you're like, that's yeah. totally over the... So yeah. this guy may be like yeah. the most exaggerated example of... It's probably like like Brit to Cockney. You right. know what I mean? Like you have a British accent. To me, it's all it's all, it's all all Greek. Or your friend. brick. <laughs> it's all you Greek know. to me. So, yeah, this guy immediately went from talking about Rhode Island to um, talking about uh, racism. Like within a blink of an eye. What? Yeah, like immediately. Like, yeah, you're, like you're from Chicago. I'm from Rhode Island. Uh Black people. <laughs> like, I mean, it was uh, like, and I'm like, <laughs> I love it. Like we both how's live your, in, How's your cigar? Anyways, about the blacks. Ugh, I and, hate when that happens. And it was I, like, as, a, as white people, we can kind of speak on that a little bit. Like we're, I, I'm just know. taken aback by it. Cause I'm like, is this guy setting me up? Is there a camera in here? Like what's going on? Is it, it you I know, that guy that works that for happens. like Dateline or whatever that comes in. It's like one of those shows where they go like, what would you do if you were in this situation? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm always on my guard because of that guy. I had one of those recently too. And it's like, I'm, I'm fairly lefty, I guess. Like I'm not, I, I, I'm, okay. You, people are going to probably scoff at this, but I like equate like old school right wing, like keep the rebel flag up and stuff like that. But, I, but when someone does that in front of me, being a white person, somebody will like go to, to like racism and start going super not the way I think, you know what I mean? Like just, it'll be pretty racist unless they're like 
unless you're really crazy about it, like when it's obvious you step in, you know what I mean? And you'll go like, you'll go like, whoa, 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 hold off Hitler. You know what I mean? Right. But but if you're not that bad, if you're just a little bit like there's like a dusting of racism, what you say, I hate that conversation. Yeah, but this is a guy I've never met. It's not even like like you feel awkward. Like you want to say like, hey, dude, chill out. But you, you don't have anything invested in this conversation. And you're like, what are you going to do? Change his mind right now? Do you even want to? No, but that's the thing is like, I wish I could have seen a camera footage of my response because I don't know. Maybe I, maybe my response said, yeah, or maybe it said, no, I am not really sure what, what happened there. He was like, so anyways, about the blacks. And you were like, uh, JJ Walker's a damn fine actor. He didn't, it wasn't like, Hey, this and this agree. It was just sort of like, Hey, I'm going to throw this topic out there. I saw your initial reaction and you didn't stop me. So here I go. And then it was off to the races. The racists, right. racists, the racist races. races, but he got a page or something and had to leave. You're so like, he was times is a good show. <laughs> he wasn't there even... very, very long. Thank God. Uh, 10 minutes later, a black guy came down and sat in his, when he left, he was uh, seat, he was replaced by uh, a black gentleman. And he was immediately like honkies, huh? <laughs> uh, no, a very classy individual. And like my, my, Rhode, my friend from Rhode Island. That would have been great. So Rhode Island seems like a very, uh, but Nikki Blaine's you went by, your, I mean, yeah, you went by I'll yourself. tell you what. Great place. Definitely suggest cool, anybody right? who's in. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, we need to go down there. How much character does that place have? You know what I mean? I wish I could have like really fully enjoyed it and done the entire, but let me just say this. So you gotta go with a buddy. So you're not as worried about your surroundings and I, just soaking well, it in. And also worried about being a creep because at, so at two hours after drinking a couple of, uh, bourbons, double bourbons, couple doubles, yeah. and, uh, that smoking a couple four. cigars, I walked upstairs, Dude, stumbled upstairs. Two's a lot, man. And I walked outside, and I was like, "Wow, I'm pretty, I'm pretty shit faced." Two cigars back to back. I mean, it's a lot. Like that's like, oh yeah, whatever. Damn, you're in the zone. So I opened the door, <laughs> and now the door is tinted from the inside. So as I bust out into Indianapolis, it's still daylight. Now it's it's like raging. You know, kids are walking with their parents, and I'm st- I stumble out on the sidewalk. You're ready for like like a street walkers and like two in the morning right, bars, right? Because yeah. that's how I felt. Like you you come out of there feeling like a gangster. For yeah, sure. sure, you know sure. you come out. You're like I smell like cigars and, 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 and bourbon, yeah, and you yeah. come out. Like I said, there's there's families sitting at like a Jimmy John's that has an outside eatery. Like I'm leaning on it, look trying to dial my Uber. Trying to getting a California roll, and you're like I'm a man. I'm a man. Damn it. So I Ubered myself back to uh, back to the hotel and had a, an equally awesome experience in that Uber cab. And you didn't have any weird Uber drivers. No. They were both really cool. You know why, dude? I was telling my buddy Slayer this this weekend. Uh, I must have, like, I must carry a weirdo magnet in my pocket. I swear to God, I just attract the weirdest. I think <laughs> I think maybe I just have, like, this non-judgmental aura. Oh, well, and so people are like, I'm super weird. I'll approach him. Did, the, your, did your guy's picture look weird mm-hmm. on, on your Uber thing on the app? What picture? It didn't show a picture of him? Of the guy? Yeah. I'm like Walter White. I'm going to post it on, but it, did it show it on the app when you like got, picked him as your Uber driver? I don't recall. Because uh, I have both of mine. I took pictures of both of them. I'll post those up on our Facebook page and on the website, uh, com. But uh, it was funny because on the way out of the bar, I got another guy who I was like, yeah, I don't like the looks of this guy. So I canceled him. And then I got a guy that looked like uh, George Costanza. I'm like, you didn't That's like my his pictures? So no, canceled? I didn't like his picture. He looked like a creep. Good thinking. I like that. Had I thought better of it, I was just like, this is a guy that's coming. No, it even showed me, the first guy showed me his car. Like I said, 2013 Charger, and it had a um, like his license plate picture. It was license plate on there, Still too. a poor choice for a cabbie, but... but I was riding in style. Yeah, I didn't know you could. I didn't know you could do all that, I guess. I didn't think about it. 
Speaking of uh, www.heymyman.com, you did get a, a shipment of what would Dave do bracelets in? <laughs> yeah, which which was a complete surprise to me. Uh, uh, Ben's brother, who runs the website, uh, obviously listening to the podcast, thought it would be funny to get because I always talk about these. Or actually, Ben brought it up. The w, yeah. what would Dave do bracelets? Like, oh, I wish I had one of those. I'm always thinking about Dude, it. I would so he went and bought a bunch of these bracelets. <laughs> If you want one, get a hold of us on Twitter or Facebook, and I'll send one out to you. It looks like you're free of charge. It looks like you're supporting some kind of cancer, but you're really not. You're just thinking like it how, is a cancer. You're just like, how can I be more of an asshole in this situation? <laughs> I went out of town also this week, and and there was a, there was a couple times when like I was like, man, if I had I could look over the bracelet and I could think like, what should I do? What should I do right now? I was trying to explain to a friend of mine what it was about, like WWDD. and uh, he's like, no, I don't get it. Like, but I mean, I was like, what does that mean? I was like, it just means like, like I know a guy who's a huge well, I was like, just like, okay, there's times when something I go like, I disapprove of what's going on. I don't like it. I don't care for it. I don't condone it. But you know, there's got to be the you know, this takes all kinds in this world. I go, and that's when I wish I could just glance over and go, yeah, but fuck this guy. Like, look, you know, <laughs> right, look over right. the bracelet, and then and then I'm mad as hell, and I'm, I'm not, not going to take it anymore. It's not about doing the right thing. It's like about this would make a better story. And sometimes it, you have to do that. It's maybe not about doing the right thing for everybody in that situation but it's more about doing the right thing for everyone in society well it's like it's like i I went to um the uh porter county fair which is not like where i live but it's a little bit further east there's a fair and they have um they just have like these normal bathrooms you know cinder block buildings like when you imagine a fair bathroom you don't imagine a great (laughs) spectacle right it's pretty much a shitty bathroom well it was just a concrete kind of a, a building and you go in and whatever, there's a couple of crummy stalls and a couple of urinals and you walk out. Well, they decided they were going to class up the joint and all of a sudden they were going to have an attendant. Yeah, at a fair. That's a terrible idea. Most people, you're lucky if half the people are wearing underwear at this fair. You right. know what I mean? Pants for that matter. Well, everyone's walking in and out and this dude is down on his phone, just looking at his phone, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I don't want him there. You got one job, want, dude. I don't, but I don't even want him handing me right. anything, and I don't want him there. But everyone's just throwing a dollar in, like it's church. They're just throwing a dollar in the basket on the way out. And I was, it's so funny because I've always take pride in being like, I tip, I love tip, and I tip. I used to make tables, I tip everybody. I'm walking out of this, and I'm just like, no. And the person that was, was like, hey, did you throw a dollar in the basket? And I was like, no, no, I didn't throw a dollar in the basket. I was like, the guy was looking. I had wet hands, and I'm wiping them on my pants as I leave. And the only job he has is to hand me a paper towel. So, no, I didn't put a dollar in his <laughs> stupid basket. And he's like, oh, I just thought we were supposed to. And it was like one of those times when I was just like, well, had you thought for a second, had you taken it going, like, what would Dave do? Dave would go, this guy's a lazy, this guy's, this guy's horrible. He's not doing his job at all. I was like, Dave, not only would Dave not tip this guy, Dave might knock over his basket full of money <laughs> Wait, this and, like, is, throw coins at him. Let me tell you what Dave would do. This is actually funny because uh, a couple of years ago at this uh, – I we would do like work lunches or whatever as a whole group. And there was a, a guy I worked with who always bitched that I, w- I wouldn't tip a dollar. We went to like one of these uh, China buffets and uh, uh, <laughs> he, they guy. had like a, like a sushi chef, like an actual guy out there making China buffet level sushi. And as you know, at the end of his, you know, you walk by and you, you pick whatever rolls you want. And then there's like a tip jar. So he would walk by and tip the guy and the guy's always hard at work, never paying attention to who's tipping him. He's busy cutting stuff. So I would go through and he'd be like, dude, why can't you throw this guy a dollar? I'm like, he's 
I don't go in the back and give the, the chef or any of the other people that work here a dollar for cooking the, the rest of the food that's put out. Oh. Well, you know, this guy is a specific job. He, he's a sushi chef and he's doing like a, this is an art. And I said, I, I don't feel that way. I mean, I paid a one a buffet price and uh, that's it. So he, <laughs> he would go by, I would always get in line behind him. He would go by and he would tip the guy. And then as I come up behind him, I would go, hey. And then when the sushi guy, like right before that, I'd take the guy's dollar that just put it in that I was with, and I'd just hold it up just like I'd pull it up a little bit out of the bowl. And when I'd say, hey, and when the guy looked over, I'd say, thank you. And I just dropped the dollar. He just dropped back in there. <laughs> I did it almost every week. And it would piss this guy off. Not the sushi chef, because he thought it. I was giving him a tip. Yeah. But this guy, it pissed him off to no end, because he's like, dude, it's a dollar. And I'm like, yeah, and you gave it to him. I don't understand. It's for both of us. I mean, how much does this guy need? We gave him a buck. <laughs> right. We, me and you both. Dude, that episode- In fact, actually, it was just me because he didn't see you do anything. That reminds me of that Seinfeld episode. I should have looked at him and get rolled my eyes and was like, believe this guy? Hey, this dude that's walking out over here. <laughs> right. that, Seinfeld, that reminds me of that Seinfeld episode because it is so true. I'm that guy who I, I love tipping, but I can't stand it if they don't know I did. Right. There's a sandwich place like where I work. I go get a sandwich slot and they have like a jar. And I, dude- I will wait until like, I'll just wait. I'm like, hear ye, hear ye, everyone. I'm putting a dollar in the jar. Like, like <laughs> Let, I can't. Let's be honest. For people that say that they, they don't care about that, but bullshit. And you're just a better person than me, maybe. But I do the same thing. Like, I'll be like, is this the tip? Just where you put the tips, this, even though it says tips and giant. Is this the, the jar that makes me a good person that <laughs> to put some money in? Yeah, that, I do that, it all the time. Some guy just want. Like, I can't. If I if literally like. It's not about them having the dollar. It's about them knowing that I gave the dollar. 100% it is because if I put a dollar in and then I just get my sandwich and they don't see it, it, I feel horrible. Like they think I'm cheap and I just feel like I wasted a dollar. It's not about where that dollar goes. It's like I just shit out a dollar. Like I just wasted it because if I don't get the admiration of the fact that I gave you a dollar, it's not worth a dollar. Well, how about this? Dave Ovations. Dave a Dave evasion just came to my mind where instead of an application that's a tip calculator, how about one that's a tip calculator, but you put in the subtle nuances instead of it saying, you know, 5%, 10%, 15%, and then you putting your values in there, you put came back, filled my water once. Like there's a bunch of different things and then you fill in those blanks and it just brings you to a, a number based on the traits that happened. Like on the bill, you want this? No, no, no. It would be an application on your phone. You know how people pull out at the end of the dinner. They go, okay, my bill is 20 bucks. I put that in my tip calculator on my phone. My application would be, it would say like number of times, you know, refilled your water. Number of times. That's some pretty heavy scrutiny. Well, here's the thing. It's an algorithm. It does the work for you. And it's fun. Okay. Because you get to put in all this stuff. Like, oh, he just gave us water. Ding, ding, ding. Like, yeah, you just slash your water. Because everyone's looking at their phone. No one's talking at dinner anyway. No, everyone's looking at their phones they, anyway. They, yeah. So it's interactive. You put, you know, every time a water comes on the table, you hit the button. Every time that you've waited too long for water, you take one away. No? Yeah? Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's, it's pretty heavy scrutiny, and it's a lot of legwork on the applicant's part. Don't you think, though, that it... it it steps up the the waiter waitress game though if they know. But again, I never like that. <laughs> I never want the waiter to work harder than he has to. I, I just never. I, I mean, I don't want to uh, go down this rabbit hole yeah, again. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't want this guy jumping through your hoops. As a matter of fact, no, I'm out. I'm out of this. I'm out of this day ovation. Oh, whatever.
the longest intro bumper of all time. The best intro bumper of all time. The reason it's coming up is because this just broke today. Uh, former Subway spokesman Gerald Fogel. And fellow Hoosier. And fellow uh, Hoosier of our beloved state of Indiana is reportedly uh, pleading guilty on the child pornography charges. So there you go. Everybody that was going, uh, and rightfully so, everybody going, hey, wait, wait till the facts come out, man. Like, wait till, like, wait till we hear more about it. You can't just indict. The- First of all, Feds don't come in your house right. and, and kick in doors and go take your computer without some... Case is over by the time they come. If, you see the feds, the case is over. If it was a Jimmy John's guy, maybe they would have been like, whoa, it's... You know what I mean? Like, it's wait. But, like, Subway, they're not going to go in there all willy-nilly. Let's so, be honest. I mean, there's got to be a lot of people happy, not necessarily about what he was into, but the dude's sort of annoying. He's a shitty spokesperson, regardless of what he's done. Who well, cares? I mean, like, whatever. He's very bland, right? How did he stay he around like... for so long? Like, it's just not a... Okay, it was a great story for the for 25 years ago, but, I mean, like, like, let's move on. Let's find something different. Do you think if black people had a say-so, like, Jared Fogel would have ever been the... So- he's, like, the most white-bred, like... That dude's so white, I don't like him. You know what I mean? He's just like, I wear a button-down blue shirt, and I eat ham sandwiches. Yeah, he's a douche. Like, you want to punch him right away. I but- mean, he's a douche beyond... Everything that's going on yeah, here. Yeah, he likes to see little kids naked. That makes him more of a douche. But even before that happened, I was pretty much on the douche train for Fogel. But my thing is... Um, Apparently, he also paid a 15-year-old girl for sex. What? Yeah, that's another part of the, another part of the story. Uh, Allegedly. I was having difficulty pulling it all up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And maybe that's what sparked like, them looking into yeah, it. Well, the, one of the guys that was like the head of uh, his whole operation and charity and yada yada... Um, that guy was arrested, tried to kill himself unsuccessfully. So he's failed at a couple of things now. Um, that happened. Now he's pleading guilty, which means obviously you're just going to take the deal. I mean, dude, if you or I get charged with that, I, I go down like put me in the chair before I say I did it. <laughs> like no matter what, like right. I, no, like firing squad with no cigar. But once again, like we said, at this point, the evidence is already in it. Him him agreeing to a guilty plea is him trying to get some time off. I mean, it's already done. Case but, closed. Yeah, that's him going, look, I'll make it easy. I'll make it easy on you guys. If- and on himself. Because, again, when the feds come, the case is already made. They don't even they don't come to your house and go, hey, we'd like to bring you in for quite. No, the case is over. All that stuff that happens on the Internet is already, they've already obtained it all. Yeah. The evidence is there. Yeah, yeah. So when you come in with and say, hey, we're going to go ahead and plead guilty. Yeah, no shit. And basically, all you're doing is you're saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the government and everybody a bunch of time. Yeah. And hopefully, you'll save me some time back for doing that. We're not going to make this a... He doesn't want to drag this out. You know, he's not going to... There, there, there's just no benefit to I don't that. want cameras in a courtroom showing people talking. He's like, look, I'll just say... And then I'll spin it my own way. Well, I'll go guilty. Because look at it. Here's the thing. Way. If somebody said, hey, you've, got a, you've been trading child pornography... That's we don't know what that is, right? That that's we we give that a value. We decide in our minds, depending on where our minds go, uh, is that girls? Is that boys? Are they five? Are they seven? You know, we that's really not been declared. However, I don't know any of that. Matters, when you go really. to trial and you push the issue, it's like okay, well, you, you know, let's bring it out then. You want to see what we're talking about, right? You know what I mean? So. Let's like accusing, let's go softly we'll, we'll into that long you. good night. Let's show you what we're accusing right, you of. Right. Let's show everybody. Instead, you right. go like, all right, I did it, but like, let's work something right. out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, the guy that worked for him, I, f- I forget his name. Uh, the, the first guy that got arrested apparently had like 150 like videos. Like, I had like the other guy had like 150 videos or something horrible. And this is what every time something like this breaks, I always just go like, why? I know it's creepy what you're doing, but why the quantity? Nobody ever gets busted with like, hey, like this dude had a, a, a four terabyte hard drive and there was like five kiddie porn videos on it. It's like, no, no, they collected like there's like four million naked kids. Well, on it. you know what I mean? I mean, you could answer that question yourself because it's no different than I mean, I no, but dude, I, I watch mean, Goodfellas and Casino mostly exclusively, mm-hmm. but more other people like to have a variety you know, you get tired of watching the same thing. You don't get the same uh, uh, endorphin rush or, you know what I mean? You don't, it's it's not the, uh, or epinephrine or whatever it is. You, you... Yeah, but I mean, my thing is like, I enjoy an adult film from time to time. I don't own 250 of them. As a matter of fact, I would say for the most of my early adult life, I owned maybe two, two and a half of them and just rotate them. But But when someone gets into this horrible child pornography, they're like, I'm into child porn, so I guess uh, I guess it would make sense to get five thousand videos. <laughs> right? Like, like what's up? Why? Like, and was, I, I don't. I I saw that person yesterday. I need to see a new one. Well, let me suggest this to you too. I bet you when they're trading this stuff uh, back and forth, nobody says, "Hey, I'll trade you." I have a picture. You trade me your picture. I bet you it's like, hey, I have a, a terabyte drive full of pornography. I'll sell that entire terabyte drive to you, you for X amount of dollars. Like they're trading like baseball cards. But you know like, what? Oh, I already have a Dennis Eckersley. Well, when it, no. But you know what I'm saying? When you say like, hey, I don't understand why they get it in such bulk. It's because I'm I'm assuming that when they do these, decide to actually, hey, I'm going to trust you. You're a guy that I've vetted out a little bit. I'm going to give you everything I have. You give me everything you have. And now it's it, I'm my collection is doubled. Now the next guy I trade with is going to double again. So once he and Russell Taylor, the former director of Jared foundations did the kitty porn handshake, like where it was like, like the unwritten, like, you know, at the end mm-hmm. they do like the floppy blue girl thing where right. they like whack each other's pinkies like that. Then that means they know that they're both quiet. It's like, look, I don't often get this handshake. So when I do, here's 15 gigs of naked kids. Right. That's terrible. I don't understand. Russell Taylor is the guy who got arrested. Uh, I think it was like in May. He got arrested for it. Uh, he's the one who unsuccessfully killed himself. But he had five. He unsuccessfully <laughs> killed himself? Yeah, that's what they're Unsuccessfully tried. <laughs> I like I'm the other way better. Unsuccessfully killed himself. Yeah. You could have killed yourself. Five. You killed yourself but failed. Yeah, unsuccessfully. That's just right. a, you know what I mean? Like. It's like, like a quadruple negative. Like, how many times do I unsuccessfully make a romantic time with my wife? You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, I would like to think, like, I just successfully didn't try hard enough. But he had 500 videos. Is my... 500 videos, dude. It's a little... That's a little much. How much time do you have? I mean, I feel like he just didn't get around to looking at all. There's no way he looked at all that stuff. It's I just... People got really offended at that Louis C.K. bit when he hosted SNL. He did a monologue mm-hmm. and he had a little bit about like child molesters and stuff like that. But like, he couldn't have been more spot on about it. You know what I mean? The bit, and I won't, I won't at all do his. Don't bit. you think that that's what makes that's what makes people uncomfortable? Is because some people are laughing because they're like, it's a joke, but all good jokes are based in some reality. Yeah. If there's, so, if there's some truth. So if you get offended by it, it's like, that's too hitting. Not that they're, they are into child porn, but th- it's too close to home. And he, 
they he, don't like to think about that right. whole thing. And he's yeah. they're like, he's spot on. That's horrible. And then <laughs> yeah. a guy like you or me goes, he's spot on. That's horrible. But it's kind of funny. That's the way he funny. the way he delivered it. That's why it's funny. But the amount of videos is what creeped me out. The other thing that I was thinking too is like Jared Fogle, in order to lose the weight, apparently he walked let's just let's call it a couple miles. I feel like it was just down the stairs. But let's call it a couple miles. Let's say he walked a couple miles to get his turkey sub with no condiments on it. And he did that two or three times a day. After you do that for a couple of years to finally lose the weight, you know what you know what I'd be looking up on the internet? I'd be looking up um chicken cacciatore. I'd be looking up like uh uh, uh <laughs> some more flavorable uh, fettuccine. Well he's car- fat again. Did you see the pictures of them taking him out of his house? He's a little dumpy. He's a little <laughs> dumpy. I'd be looking up like like uh, a carbonara with bacon in it, like uh, biscuits and gravy. Like if I was Jared Fogle and they took my hard drive, it would just be images of of sausages and gravy. Just your Pinterest page with like crafty <laughs> meals. It would be craft beer, like all dark craft beer with deep dish pizza and maybe the occasional naked chick underneath that food, but you couldn't see her body because she's so covered in food. If I had to eat shitty ass Subway with no condiments, by the way, if you ever had Subway ham, it's no good. First of all, I I believe he did walk to a gastric bypass place and got. <laughs> I don't believe he that he lost all that weight eating Subway. Just don't believe it. But I'm gonna assume that that, if that Subway's he even gross. Did, even that way, even if he didn't, he's constantly promoting it. He's got Subway so often in his brain, like. If I had to think about Subway and their crappy sandwiches that much, the moment I got home, I would just think of like something smothered in red sauce and like a, a glass of red wine, and I would immediately just be like, Ugh. and be, that would be my whole day. You know what I mean? Like I'd talk about Subway, I'd go home and I'd think about the opposite of Subway. There's no way that I wouldn't watch like uh, not Guy Fieri because I think he'd make me go limp, but like somebody else like Gordon uh, Ramsay. What's what's a good cook? You know what I would do? Giada. Is, oh, which, yeah. Is that her name? Giada? Yeah. Giada from Italy? Yeah. If I was Jared, I would immediately go home and watch Giada. She's already got a low cut something. She's in Italy. She's making something with tons of fat and like sausages in it. I'd be done. I'd be like you at Nikki Blaine's. 545, I'd be like, my day's over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be it, dude. I would think about fatty food. I would probably fall asleep naked. That would be it. Sounds good. That sounds like a day. I wouldn't even have time for kitty porn. Not that I'd want it, but... So Jared's going away. Jared's going away. What'd you think of the uh, the uh, Republican um, debate? I thought... Uh, you know what, dude? I didn't catch all of it. I just dude, got... how amazing is Donald Trump? I caught pieces of it, and he is amazing. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I think that guy is... I think that guy is awesome, and I wish... And I hope that I hope that Bernie Sanders is a version of that. And we don't always go no. Political. He's just crazy. We don't always go political, and <laughs> and for good reason because I'm stupid. But like, I hope that both parties have a rogue. I don't. I'm not uh, DTF. Right. I hope both of them have a I'm not DTF guy in it because there is. I'll get off my soapbox in like 20 seconds, I promise. But there are certain unsaid things you don't talk about on the debate. No one's gonna, <laughs> like like Rosie know, O'Donnell being fat and no, a, no, a no, pig. No. no, I mean like on both sides, right and left, right? Because I, I fucking I hate politics, dude. But both sides, there's certain things like, hey, let's not talk about financial campaign reform. Let, let's not do this because 
Like, okay, if there's blood on all of our hands, it's best to not bring it up. Right. Because we'll all look dirty. But Donald Trump's doesn't play by the rules. He comes in and goes, yo, I got blood on my hands, but it's way different than you guys. So like, right. I can call some shit. Right. I love it. I love well, it. And I hope Bernie Sanders does it to Clinton. I hope that both parties have a rogue candidate, which never happens because you can't do it because there's certain criteria and there's certain monetary things. Like, it's very, very difficult to even get into those debates. Well, uh, so I love having the, a wild card that just goes like, yeah, go ahead, dude. Come at me. Within bro. the first, you know, 10 minutes of the debate, uh, when Megyn Kelly went at Trump about saying like, hey, the first question, how, do how you, weird was that? You know, how do you feel about, you know, you've been known to dehumanize women. You've been known to just straight out say this, that, and the other thing. He's like, yeah, just about Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, like, I, I mean, love and it. I was listening to Nick DiPaolo's podcast this past weekend. I was laughing because he, he said, he goes, a comic, any comic would kill for a laugh like that. You know, usually you up, get a, you know, I mean, up, oh. this dude, he got the entire place. Even she couldn't keep a dude, straight face. That was face. like set on a T. If you're a comic, <laughs> that's set on a T. But tee. as you're like, what she did was she knew he would take the bait and say something yeah. ignorant. Uh, he knew, Hey, here's an opportunity to say something ignorant and yeah. get a laugh out of it. Yeah. And basically turn people, go have people go, Hey, I'm a guy that is going to say what I'm going to say. And I'm not playing by these rules. So, Everybody sort of won on that. You know what I mean? It's the pe- weird because because you'll go, everyone up here is lying to me. They're all lying. That guy just said something that doesn't make himself look real great. Maybe he's not lying. Like a part right. of you goes like, maybe he's not foolish. Like he's just too stupid to lie. So you like start focusing, just... on, focusing on the guy who's never had politic, like a political career ever in his mm-hmm. whole life. Doesn't even kind of know how to run shit. But you go... But he's not as big of a liar as the other guys, maybe. Well, part of being That's a politician... when Donald Trump's less of a liar than everybody else up there. One of the biggest parts about being a politician is convincing people that you care about their issues and that uh, that you are going to actually do something about the issues that they care about. When in reality, you're only going to do the ones that you care course, about, right? Yeah, but uh, that's the part... And they're all those people are all smart. Yeah. They're all educated. Yeah. They're all they all come from money, yeah. and so he possesses the smart come Rubio's from money. From yeah, or come guess. from money, but he doesn't possess the part where he understands that he's got to to do the soft sell. I just he's love straight. that he's not willing to dance for the man. <laughs> I just love it. Like I hope that guy. I hope he's in. I don't know how long he'll last. I don't know how long his money will go, but I just love it. Like right. I, ho- I hope he's invited to all of them. <laughs> The fact that as soon as it was over, he said Megyn Kelly was basically on a period. That's right. why she was a bitch. Like, that's... You can't do that. Like, no real person can do that. But Donald Trump's like, I'm Donald Trump. And he, he might as well just dropped his D right. in her head. Like, just right. dropped. Like, there you go. Like, I love it. That's why I said I hope like I hope, the, I hope that the left has that same thing. Well, they tried to embarrass him, too. And they said, hey, you know, you, you uh, your, your companies have gone bankrupt. And he's like, yeah, companies go bankrupt every day. He goes, I've never gone bankrupt. And they're like, well, basically what you're saying is you've like all the investors and the people who work for those companies, they all suffered and, and you prospered. And he's like, yeah, that's the way business is done. Uh, Come at me, bro. He's like, yeah, basically your system is <laughs> set up it. like this. I figured out the loopholes. Do I take advantage of it every day? And I, I continue. I'm will playing continue by your to. rules. I'm doing it really well. Right. And he, and, and, yeah. and he said, you think the people that you're considering are victims, these investors who have lost all this money investing in my businesses that went bankrupt. They're no better. Don't act yeah, like these yeah. people don't have blood on their hands. So yeah. I'm I'm uh, are landscapers investing in Trump hotels. I'm actually pretty excited that uh, that, that at least for for today. 
I love it. I, I, I don't think there's any way he's ever going to be president, but I'm, I've heard that people said that about Reagan. I was pretty young, so I don't really remember. That well, I remember much. Doc Brown didn't think that it was actual possibility. Bro, <laughs> well, he would know. But I just, <laughs> I just love having like this rogue candidate, and mm-hmm. it just you, you can see it. You can see it in all the other candidates. You can see him scared to death. Like, what's this dude going to say? No one's scared about what the other Republicans are going to say. And no Democrat will be scared about what the other Democrats going to say. Because mm-hmm. they all have certain things. We're not going to talk about this. We'll be hush-hush. We'll go at each other for softball. But right. not, not real shit. Like, not real shit. Right. Like, be cool, dude. Let's go have drinks later. But Trump's like, <laughs> F you, F you. I love right. it. I think it's amazing. I hope I hope he goes. I don't care. I hope he goes all the way. It's great. Awesome. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm I mean, glad. Like, I'm not going to vote for him, but I just think he's so oh, awesome. Oh, you're already saying that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, no, I'm never going to vote for that. If, 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 if it's between Hillary and Trump, you're voting for Hillary? Yeah. You're out of your mind. Yeah. People stop listening to this podcast immediately. Ben's fired. If you vote for Donald Trump over anybody. Oh, I would vote for Donald over Trump over Hillary. Anybody. I would vote for... Uh, <laughs> Dude, the guy from Celebrity Apprentice, you want to run in your country. You're out of your mind. We had a guy... Ronald Reagan It was think, an actor who was voting. Think, think about how shallow the pool is when you go, yeah, Trump's good enough to run my country. He's better. If you're, I'm on, saying if it came... If I had to vote him. and it came down between Hillary and Donald Trump... I would never vote for Hillary. But also, if it came between Hillary and anybody, I would never so vote you, for Hillary. You, you period. Literally, could put a dog or Donald Trump. You'd vote for the dog or Donald Trump. No, no, not the case, dude. You would vote if for, Donald Trump. You would vote for anybody over other, her. Is my over her? Yeah, yeah, I would. So it's not about how great he is; it's just about how much you hate her. No, I, well, I mean that yeah. that does factor in. Yeah, quite but a bit. I can't believe like that you would, you would even bit. consider voting for her over I him. I can't believe that you would seriously. We're not going to go political, but dude. <laughs> If you if you would let Donald Trump run the country, oh my god! Before her, we'll never stop recording. Before this, her, this podcast will at least go four more years. If you, <laughs> it was your president, Donald Trump, because of me, because I did that. That'd be hilarious. Hey, you heard it here first. I will vote for Donald Trump over Hillary. If it comes down to it, oh. you know where my vote is. So, dude, I would vote for a ham sandwich. If you over if you Donald really Trump. believe that the system works how you think it works, go ahead and vote. Ben, take your vote. My vote will cancel your vote. Your vote will cancel my vote. We're we're completely uh, I've been listening to George even, Carlin. Steven. I've been listening to George Carlin since I was like 13. I don't vote. Fuck that. But <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that. But Donald Trump? Oh, my God, dude. I would love it. Anyways, anyways. That's so crazy, dude. That's the craziest shit of all time. So you did some traveling. Have you... Um, did you watch uh, anything on Netflix? I don't know. What should, AKA, you, what should I watch? Uh, I started watching a wet, hot American summer. So, yeah, I watched the whole thing. I watched yeah. the whole thing the day it came out. Okay. So I guess, yeah, and a yeah. lot and right away. Yeah. Oh, I only watched a few of them, but it is, it's just amazing. Did you see the movie? Yeah. yeah oh, I love yeah. the movie. The movie's great, see, but the show's just more of that. I, I, didn't, I, I thought the show was a, uh, was great, a, dude. a, a mediocre follow-up to the movie. The movie is awesome. I love it. Yeah. And the show was good. I can't. It, I I laugh because Michael Sherwalter's head is like the size of it's a so large. It's like the size of one of those. You know when they do those competitions, like you see on like ESPN Seven, where they they uh, they build catapults and they launch like huge pumpkins. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, sure. that's what his head looks like. It is it is so. It takes you out of the story. It's is so he the obnoxious. One that plays the dude that's like Coop where the, where, and where Ronald the, Reagan. Where the chicks like do your hair like yeah. it's like oh my yeah. hair looks all yes. right like this like yes okay all right. his head looks like a deformed watermelon he just is so like I said it just takes me out everyone else aged 
Molly Shannon aged horribly. Like she's no, so. No, do they all age so well? I was watching that show. No, and she's so wrinkly. That's dude. Why she I looks tweeted, like I tweeted Tommy on Twitter, Lee Jones. Like, you were making fun of me, and I think everybody's making fun of me. I tweeted like, "Yeah, my wife's right. I would do Paul Rudd." And right. it was like a joke because like my wife would totally do Paul Rudd. And I watched the show and I go, "This guy is so funny," and like, "Oh, he's good." Yeah, he's never he never misses. And he's so like uh, uh, self-deprecating. He's, I'm just like, he's good, but he's not true detective good. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like we made that mistake once. Let's not make it again. I don't know what that means. With Vince Vaughn, like let's, I would never do Vince Vaughn. I would do Paul Rudd. I'm just saying, like now I have a new criteria. You're, there's good, and then there's true detective good. He's not true detective good. Who's true detective? Uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey. But they're not nearly as funny as him. Oh, I'm talking about. Well, just, I'm just talking about as, as, total acting chops across the board. Because he's done. Paul Rudd's done serious movies. He's done comedy movies. He's, Are you counting Ant Man? No. Okay. Good. I didn't even see that yet. Yeah, I'm not seeing that. You didn't no. go see it? No, I didn't see it either. No, totally I've had ridiculous. countless people tell me it's good. And, I don't care. Countless times I've gone. Less. Countless times I've gone like the best version of that piece of shit concept. It doesn't mean I'm going to see. Right. It. Yeah. You go like, dude. You wouldn't believe. Like, you wouldn't believe, bro. Like you wouldn't believe, like you your brother believe, said the same thing about believe. pixels. I mean, it's hard to believe, and you wouldn't believe, and you wouldn't believe, and nobody would believe. But like Ant Man wasn't that bad, and I'm going like, no, I'd believe it. That 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 piece of shit idea might be a semi piece of shit movie. Like I don't need it. No, I think what you're saying is I believe that it's not as horrible as I think it is, but I'm guaranteeing you it's still shitty. And you're I'm going, not seeing this it. terrible idea wasn't as stupid as you thought it would be. That's right. not a sell. But like I said, your brother did the same thing with Pixels. He tried to sell me and you both. Like, do you guys? I, I, oh, yeah, I agree, but no. He did. I'm sorry. Not I'm, happening. Part of me is like, maybe I should. And then I was like, I, how can I possibly get a babysitter Dude, block you got, time out for you that? You have Kevin James acting against Donkey Kong. Come on, man. Kevin James is in it? Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% out. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't even know that. No. Yeah, he's I knew it. Tyrion was in it, and I knew Adam Sandler was Who? in it. Who? Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister of House Lannister. He, he doesn't even get his real name first anymore. First name. King of the Andals <laughs> in the first match. Uh, yeah, no, he's Tyrion Lannister. All right. Tyrion Lannister's in it, and Adam Sandler, that's it. Yeah, and Kevin James. Why? Just because he's friends? Yeah. That's oh, what he, I'm sure I guarantee you Steve Buscemi's in it too because he's in every single one of The worst mistake in my entire life was not moving to Brooklyn or New York or wherever Adam Sandler was and just going to the same deli and becoming friends with him. <laughs> right. That yeah, was the worst. Like, like you know how Marty McFly got in the DeLorean and went back and he got the sports almanac? I wouldn't have done that. I would have gotten in the DeLorean and I would have found out where Adam Sandler hung out and I would just hung out with him and just kept my mouth just shut. Just kissed his ass. Like, no, really? I just kept my mouth shut. I would just <laughs> hung out. And when he was like, hey, we need somebody to be... Uh, we got a million dollars left over. We need the guy that put like devil horns on and go like, I'm going to put this pineapple up Hitler's ass or whatever he does in that stupid little Nicky movie. <laughs> like I would just be like, Hey, I could, I could do that. Remember that movie you were talking about? Like I could do that. I feel, I mean, I believe you're, you're got, you're as funny as Rob Schneider. No doubt. Sure. I'm almost so, as funny as Rob Schneider. I'm close. To right. Rob Schneider quality. <laughs> if I couldn't, I'm close enough to the point. Like, look, would I have to go to a real job or could I just be Adam Sandler's friend? Not only that, like I don't even have to be employed, but I'll be like, Hey dude, I'll just be like a grip. I'll be like one of the dudes that holds the cables for the cameras, but I'm still going to Hawaii. Every time you make a movie, I'm still going to <laughs> South Africa. Every time you make a shitty rom-com with Drew Barrymore, that's what you need to do. Sports almanac aside, just be friends with Adam Sandler. You guys decide what you would do if you got the opportunity to get in that DeLorean Ben. Obviously uh, that's a great idea. Let us know at heymyman.com. <laughs> But honest to God, dude, if you're friends with Adam Sandler, that's the best gig, right? Is there? Any- I mean, you have to be friends with Adam Sandler. 
It's fine. He seems like he seems like a really You're fun right. dude. You're right. He does. He makes shitty movies, but like he seems to be like. <laughs> You're right. Like, wouldn't you like to go to a barbecue? They have I don't say this like, very be often, nice. Ben. You're right. He'd be nice. He'd slap you on the shoulder and make a few dick jokes, and I'd be like, "This is great. We're gonna when are we gonna make that? When are we gonna go film that crappy movie you were talking about earlier?" And be like, "Ah, next weekend, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Then we do it, and then I have a million dollars. Absolutely. And I'd get to film a movie with Kate Upton. Uh, post-nuptial agreements. How do you feel? Another Dave Ovation. Post-nuptial? Yeah. Agreements? Yeah. What are you agreeing on? I came up with this idea. Like, you know, say, for example, you're talking to your wife. I didn't even hear music. I didn't even know that was happening. Dave Ovation. Dave Ovation. Right now I'm ready. Uh, so uh, w- w- my thought process is like you know when you go around the house and you're like you know or your wife goes uh, you're not using this anymore we're throwing it out and you go no don't throw that out it's mine I, I'm I might use it at some point in time yeah at that point you would bring up a piece of paper and you would put that item on it and then you would have her sign it. And then that would no longer give her rights to do anything with it. And like my room downstairs, I would just start compiling stuff. So then I, you you would find stuff around the house that she was ambivalent about, but you thought there might be some value. And you'd be like, hey, remember that uh, so-and-so? You, what do you think of that? Should we throw it away? And if you could convince her that it's just garbage anyway, then you could jot it down. And mm. then when you do get – now you know you're planning on getting a divorce. So sure. at the by the end of the day, you've – got a legal binding contract on all this stuff that she has told you at different points in her your, the marriage that she didn't care about anymore. You know what I mean? Okay, so, it's just starting to come into light. So you're saying basically like she's vocalized and verbalized the fact that she doesn't care or have any contractual interest in these items. Right. Thus, those items are yours. Right. And there shouldn't be much fight about it because you've stated in front of me and God and country that those items right. don't have like, any- the interest. way you would present it is a sort of like a, you know, ha ha ha, it'd be funny to do this post-nuptial agreement. Ah. Yeah, like waka waka. And well, you go to an, you, you go, you get a you know, family friend yeah, or you maybe like rice. an internet, one of those internet things. It's like, we're not truly a lawyer, but we'll draw up the documentation for you. Yeah. So you get this documentation and you, you start out small. You go, hey, remember this uh, DVD of uh, Deuce Bigelow? And she goes, oh, I hate that. You don't like Deuce Bigelow? Yeah. If we ever got a divorce, I mean, <laughs> could I have it? Yeah. And she'd go. Yeah, whatever. And you and she's you know looking at her Facebook, ignoring you anyway. It'd be funny if we had like a post. Could you sign this and say that you would give it to me? Like whatever, just get it out of my face. Remember she when signs you said it. The first scenes in Glorious Bastard was boring. Yeah. that's mine then, right? Like, I'm gonna have that. <laughs> right. All right. I'll keep and it. So you start out with Deuce Bigelow, uh-huh. and then you 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 progressively go up. You know, like she's complaining about the pool. You know, I don't want to clean the pool anymore. I hate the pool. I'm so tired of the pool. I don't want to have that. I mean, if. If I could tell you right now, I mean, I would take full responsibility of the pool from this point forward. Yeah. I mean, just sign right here. <laughs> I like that. And, you know, that's she signs a, off on it. And then it's a pretty good idea. Really. <laughs> Every time you. they've, yeah, I know that is a good idea. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't blame you for wanting to clean. You know what? You shouldn't have to clean it. Like, well, you like know, no matter what happens, I'll take care of it. Exactly. All you just, just sign right here that I'll you want me to ha- be responsible for the pool for here and after and I'll forever. clean it and own it and it'll be mine and you're not allowed in it. Yeah. Just sign right here. <laughs> right. Well, you could be allowed in it until that day I say you can no longer be allowed in but it. That's, then that's it's a me. trespassing and you'll be arrested for invasion of privacy. That's but, me. Uh, you know, the, the whole idea of this came from, you know, my wife always, out, she'll, we'll have a conversation. She'll agree to do something and that time will come uh, and I'll say, Hey, we're going to go do this. or We're going to do that. And she'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, and constantly I'm like, I always yell at her. I'm like, 
I need to start recording our conversations because you absolutely agreed to this. You absolutely confirmed that you she were cool with to, this. You do that to me too, though. What are you talking about? Like, you like hold people to shit. Like, yeah, I like do. That's shit. Like, like, you're like, oh, like you said this. Like, am I right? Have, do, I and Ben, see, do I, I not show her. you proof of that? Yeah, yeah. There's been times where I've said something, you've said that's not true, and then I've tech, I've cop, I right, like out a piece of shit. right. Yeah, but yeah. that's how is that wrong? I know it's, it's annoying. Wrong, it's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. I know it's annoying, no, but actually, it might cor- it might be correct, but like by the time you prove it, everyone else has left the courtroom. Be like, fuck it. But but you know what I mean? Like, okay, you're gonna be like that lawyer side table. Like it says right here in this book, and you're gonna look around. The jury's gonna be gone. Judge, you're gonna, like you're gonna be looking but, around. Going, let guys, me say this, guys. Am I right? Like, you if know it, what I mean? You know what it, I mean? Am I right, guys? I agree with you, but it, it really <laughs> comes down to it. If, if we're having an argument and you're going absolutely now, like you promised. Like, let's just use this as a premise. Like if you said. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get together and hang out. We're gonna podcast right. on on Wednesday. Right. Wednesday comes. I text you. Hey, we're gonna we getting together, and you go. Oh, we never picked out a time. Is it okay? <laughs> yeah, then I yeah. screenshot that and I say, yes, we did. Here it is on Wednesday. Yeah. And then you go. Well, yeah, but still. Um, yeah, but still, that's what I'll say. I'm not available because I'm going to like jam out with my band or something today. Yeah. So what we'll to pick a different day? I'm telling you that, like, I understand that you won't be here. There's no argument. I'm not going to argue with you and say, hey, you bastard, you're fired. Everything down in case we argue. I'm not going to say, you know, hey, we're done, you're fired. But at the same time, I want all I'm expecting you to say is, oh, you're right. I did mess up. My bad. You're right. You did the right thing. I did the wrong thing. I'm a, you're a winner. I'm a loser. Right. That's what you want to hear the first part for sure. No, no, no! I get it. It just makes you laugh. Like as you're telling the story, I was like, "Oh, this is starting to make some sense." Yeah, now I know because he does this shit to me all the time. You never uh, thought to do that to your wife after I started doing it to you? Uh, no. Well, here's the thing: because if you throw it in her face, no, she's gonna say, "Yeah, you're works, right," but I don't give a shit. Doesn't. Yeah, I really don't care whether you're it, right or wrong. Your method works when logic always prevails and like facts always prevail. But like when, when I, I just set myself I up to win as part of the Dave I program. Can see a said, I can see ahead when they start to get like blurry, and I just go like, "Oh, this shit ain't gonna hold up." And this thing, it would hold up in court, but not the court of people I'm talking to. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, yeah, no, I got you. Like the court of your wife or my wife. You know what I mean? Like because this, ultimately she's going to say, I don't care what kind of documentation documentation right. you have. I may have I'm said not that, doing I it. I may have said that, but you're an asshole. Did you right. think about that part? And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, everything's, yeah. everything's, everything's and I Well, I'm still chasing her around saying, but you said it and you <laughs> I, need to honor your commitment. You will honor your commitment. And she's going, no, I won't. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's where the contract comes in. Well, she doesn't say that, but her weak worth of silence says all the, <laughs> says it for her. <laughs> It speaks volumes. Right. But once it's notarized by someone of the public and a lawyer gets at it, it's like, hey, this, this, I mean, this copy of American movie, you know how hard it is to, you know how hard <laughs> right. it is to get another one of these? This is really. You didn't care about Mark Borchardt. You thought he was annoying. Yeah, you I think mean... Mike Shank was a bad musician. Well, this is mine right. and you're stupid. So you agree <laughs> with this Dave Ovation? I think it's a really good idea. All right. I think it's a really, I would close out on that. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> The bitch young girl I'm looking at Then watch me kill that cat I haunt cunts like these with underground disease And they yearly maintenance spots for a million MCs They used to go to shows, drink, dance, get high Then you click the mic, the whole audience wanna rock In 92 I let the cage out of Alex Do college radio, demonstrate the fist, fuck the love ballads Summon demons in my ad-libs, from tripling Kwame Kushik, go feed off dead Christians Red light in the liquor for drinking, drink crumbs The corpse in my eye can explain the thinking While I lay behind a wall of flesh and go find a homeless If I escape, I might evaporate my whole state Plus with cage ripped in half on the concrete 
screaming, that's my spirit running down the street. The undead, right in the gauntlet, lipo, suck the fat bitch out of box with one hypo, jab and jet, tiger serum, I can't hear him. Alex with the fucking loaded 3002. Cause this is for the whores and the kicked over stores. There's $54 in my pocket on tour. This is for the kid that said, yo, you dead. And the 54 stitches that he caught in his head. This is for the clowns I beat with no hands. And the two OZs down to 54 grams. With two to the face, I'm a basket case. With 54 seconds to outer space. I love a bull, massive ground up. Make a pound up a green Jesus. Get in, I'll drive you to seizures. Humanoid paws before God. With cyborg dogs after me. Killing these bombing signet frauds. For the cause, your whole life's a waiting room for worms. Strangest occurs, you see Venus in first. With toast out, face the earth, avenge my 16. Give old shell talk to pistols like Starscream. My whole story lost on a wall in black marker. 66 more flex for Clyde Barker. With a little message for real research kids. Can you guess who the faggot DJ is? My anti-commercial style will curse you. Say fuck so much, my airplay's like curfew. To thirst and bomb chemist, the Senate scarred. Start killing all the living like the Serbian guards. You support communism, buy a major so dub. Watch me put two rocks and Kurt load a half a sub. This is for the whores and the kicked over stores. And the $54 in my pocket on tour. This is for the kid that said, yo, you dead. And the 54 stitches that he caught in his head. This is for the clowns I beat with no hands. And the two OZs down to 54 grand. With two to the face, I'm a basket case. With 54 seconds to outer space. Cut.